Hey, what's going on? This is Stank Blazing Saddles with Bryson Cuz on that fucking fantasy football podcast. It's a fucking fantasy podcast with Bryce and Cuz. <laughs> We're back. We're a little, Thursday night. Yeah, we're a little late. Yeah, we, we, we skipped week one, man. We just wanted to see, let week two go by, see what happens. Yeah, man, you guys, you know, week one's for the birds anyways. Plus, we had a lot of action, so. Yeah, and we're back Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night. Best night of the week. We got a terrible football game tonight. We got Davis Mills throwing the rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, but yeah, man, let's, uh, let's get right into it. We're going to change it up a little bit and talk some bird town first. Yeah. I think, uh, that'll do us right this year. So we're going to switch it up and do bird town first. So we'll talk about the, uh, the big trade that went down between me oh. and Bruce. It was juicy. Uh, I have buyer's remorse or seller's remorse <laughs> at this point, but, yeah. um, you know, going through that trade, I tried to make moves with all you fuckers. And I reached I, out immediately. Yeah. Bryce, Bryce put it up, and <laughs> I maybe did it like thirty seconds. I probably was the quickest one. You were definitely the first. <laughs> probably was the worst offer too. And then uh, <laughs> you can imagine who the second was. Uh, AJ. AJ. Yep, <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> and then I started reaching out, and then I started getting trades from people the next day. But everybody, nobody wanted to give up their RB two for Derrick Henry. And the, I was like, I'm just not going to do that. If if I'm going to trade Derrick Henry, I know what I have. Like, I, I know he had a down week, but I still know what I had. And uh, I decided to, well, I tried to make a trade with Bastani. He turned me down. I was going to give him Debo and Pitts for uh, Elijah Mitchell. And he, Which, didn't, he didn't do it. Yeah, I mean, he definitely should have done that one. <laughs> I thought so. I it, thought it was a great it, deal. Especially oh, I, the way his team was designed at the time. I will say I wanted, I asked for Joe New Smith back, but that's his tight end. You only need one, yeah. so what the fuck. But looking back on it now, at, at the time I would have said, yeah, you're an idiot, Pistani. But now that he kind of made a trade for Gronk, and Gronk's looking pretty good. Yeah. It, it, he's okay. Yeah. It, yeah. It, like it, It's not going to totally kill him. For um, sure. But, yeah, why don't, you, why don't you say what the trade was? Let's let the, the – for those who don't know – Oh, everybody knows it. by now, but <laughs> I gave up Henry and Evans for uh, D-Hop and uh, James Robinson. Mm -hmm. So my thought process was that, fuck it, I don't have any running backs anyway at this point. If I'm going to ship out Derrick Henry, I need to get big at wide receiver, and let me try to get three wide receiver ones. So I like Debo this year. I was okay to ship out Evans, and um, it worked out. So now I get the Kyler stack, right? So I not only get D-Hop, but I get the quarterback that's going to throw it to him. And he's been lights out this year. So that was my mindset going in. Now, granted, I, if I would have waited a week, we would have been fucking better off because then I probably would have got more for him. Yeah. But in hindsight, you know, it's always 2020. I was tilting a little bit after seeing two of my running backs go down. I just felt like I needed to do something. Yeah. Um, and I preface this by saying hindsight is always 2020. But, like, I looked at that trade when I first saw it, and I felt like you could have got more, even even at that point, not even waiting a week. I feel like you, you if you would have, even if you would have had to wait a week, it would have been worth it to get a running back and a receiver for, for Henry. And I feel like you could have got that done with Hopkins and Robinson. I feel like Henry is worth that. He's worth a, a Hopkins and a Robinson together in, in those situations. And, you know. So, the, for me, I felt like, if I made that trade, then Evans is the one that's going to get booted to my bench. And so he's a depth piece for me at that point. But I a have, great depth piece. I know. And, and but maybe like a, a weak winner sometimes. Is, I mean, last I think, week, I think it's, example. yeah, six years in a row, the guy's finished with 1,000 yards and pretty much 10, 10 touchdowns. touchdowns. Every year you put it on the board. And a total points league, that, that adds up for, to a lot and pretty helpful. Um, obviously, hindsight is twenty twenty. We don't know how this trade will shake out. It's looking pretty good for Bruce. His team's looking solid, and we'll talk about his team. And uh, who knows how it'll shake out with Robinson. He was pretty good last year. Um, yeah, I think he's just getting acclimated to that system. I, I'm, that's why I Meyer's made them, an idiot. Yeah, that, but that's why I made the that's move the for him early is just because it, he played so poorly in week one. I was like, well, fuck. 
you know, if you if I let this go another week and he has a good week, then this trade is going to blow up in my face. And every other trade that I was looking at was not even close. Like I wasn't getting a top tier wide receiver. I didn't approach Dennis because I don't think he had enough pieces to move. But I was going to go after Hop or uh, DeAndre. Fuck Deontay. And I'm you're tripping. And your your whole idea was like you. You just didn't believe in Henry anymore, and you were like, "All right, I'm gonna get out ahead of this, right? Like, I'm gonna sell now while there's still some value on Henry, like just in case he puts up another doo doo week next week." That's what I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I mean, I knew that's why I think the trade worked the way it did, right? Like, obviously, again, if I waited a week, then everybody's like, "Oh, Henry's back," and now now everybody wants him, mm-hmm. and they're willing to move on those pieces, out. but everybody's selling low, so. <laughs> Hey, man, kudos to Bruce for pulling the trigger. And we, it, we shit on Bruce a lot. We do. A lot over the years in this podcast. And Especially in this league. How, yeah, how he doesn't take fantasy seriously. He's just, you know, donating. But this move puts him at the top. And, you know, we can we'll, – we'll start with the bottom up for, for Burktown. You want to just get right into it. Actually, we, we have one more trade to talk about uh, before yeah, we get there. Yeah, yeah. We have – which is which made, what made Bastani's team better well, and why we don't think that – it was a terrible move for him to pass, but that would be um, who did he move? He moved. Uh, he got Gronk, and he moved. Uh, it was a, a it was a Bills a running back, right? Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it it works for him. He has the extra pieces. He didn't have to give up Mitchell. He didn't have to give up. Uh, he's got Miles Sanders, CMC, and who's the other guy? No, he's uh, got Dalvin Cook. Oh, da- he took Dalvin number one. Mm-hmm. Fucking dummy. <laughs> <laughs> he's got him a wild card. Almost, you never know what the guy's gonna fucking do. Oh man, <laughs> uh, he's got Miles Sanders, Dalvin Cook, and DeAndre Swift. DeAndre yeah. Swift. That's so the other he's one, got yeah. a good core of running backs for sure. Yeah. Um. You know. Well, but I think it was a good trade for both teams. Um. Yeah. George needed it. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, we're all in it. So. Yeah. And George had Mark Andrews. Um. You know. Yeah. Gronk. Yeah. Like, I'm probably like Gronk will probably outscore Andrews a lot, but I'm not gonna start Gronk over Mark Andrews. It's yeah, on a week to week basis. That offense is built around Mark Andrews for the most part. Is from passing. yeah, it's running and Mark Andrews right. and a little bit of Hollywood. So it's like I'm always going to play Andrews over Gronk, even though Gronk's probably going to outscore him, you know, some weeks. Yeah, he probably sure. already has. He definitely has. Yeah. Um, maybe we should talk a little bit state of the union as far as where people are at. Um, Bruce is ahead by a mile, 261 points, and then everybody's within 40 points of each other. Um. What is it? The last 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, and that's it are within 10 points. Yeah. And then the next guys are up for 20, and then there's two that are you know, 20 from that. You can look at this right now, and everybody is, is still in it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was looking at every week I do the standings, right, and I keep it on a Google sheet, and I can see where everybody was before Ooh, I click I like sort. And maybe I should stack that somewhere. Maybe just like do a snapshot of that and upload that. That way you can see it. Yeah, I don't or have a way. They won't let you post a fucking picture, but you, you can put a link up there and we can just click into it. I guess. Yeah, that's probably. The best I'll just. Uh, I think what I'll do now is I'll just build it out on a weekly, weekly, week by week basis, so you can see. But it was wild. Like last week, um, Marco was in eighth place, mm-hmm. and after this week, he's in second. So. <laughs> It's, you know, there's some dramatic moves up and down on a week-to-week basis right now. So, any yeah. week, I mean, it, shit, you put up, somebody puts up 80, you put up 120, you're you're back in the top six, easy. Uh, you're, you're actually in second. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, everybody's really close. So, for tonight's episode, we're going to kind of walk through everybody's team. You know, who's kind of a contender, who's a pretender. Um, but more or less, everybody's still in this, and the only one that's kind of pulling away is Bruce, and we'll talk his team. It's a good team. Yeah. Well, let's just get – let's go through his first. Just Okay. It'll start, be, start top down? Yeah. Let's do it. Well, we'll do his first, and then I'm just going to do with whatever's on my screen. <laughs> so his starting lineup is really good. Yeah, now that he has Kamara and Henry, I mean – Yeah. Fuck. I mean, Kamara's kind of underperformed a little bit, but, I mean, Cooper Cup, number one wide receiver, Tom Brady – Probably, I think he's number one quarterback. I don't know if anybody scored more than him, but he's definitely top five right now. Um, he's got. He's a three. He's three. Yeah, I mean, he's got really good starters. Um, a couple of depth running backs like Leonard Fournette and James White. He's got a good team. He's got a good team, man. Yeah. And again, we always give this fucking kid shit, but this year he finally uh, he still took Justin Tucker way too early, but you know, 
He's got a good team. Yeah, <laughs> it only adds to his team now. Yeah, yeah that's that like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we won't spend a ton of time on Bruce. Like we said, he's a, he, he's doing pretty well. Um, pretty good team. Yeah, let's, uh, so. Marco? Yeah, Marco. Old Marcy girl. Another guy that, you know, typically kind of a donation guy. Yeah. Um, but he's got a pretty good team. He, um, you know, he... That motherfucker at the draft kept looking over my shoulder because uh, his sheet was outdated. Yep. And I, I had the baller sheet. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, who's next? So, I mean, kudos to the ballers. They helped you out this year because I, I definitely went away from that. And, uh, yeah, we'll see my bench. He, He's got a good, strong team. Um, kind of like what you're looking for when you're playing a standard league. Ezekiel Elliott, David Montgomery, you know, Darrell Henderson, just, thump, you know, Thunder guys are going to, you know, run the rock. Justin Jefferson, DJ Moore. DJ Moore's having a really good year, and you know Justin Jefferson's a good player. He's got Lamar, the yep. highest rushing quarter. It's like having another running back. The Konami Code, and um, <laughs> he's got some. I mean, some JD, decent depth. I mean, as a two running back like bench pieces, JD McKissick and Mark Ingram, you could do a lot worse. Yeah, for when you hit buys and you have to sub one of them, you're not going to play them all the time. Yeah. but you're going to need them for one week. They're not bad pieces to have. Yeah, Christian Kirk's been good. Holiday's been good. Well, I guess decent, not great. Um, He's got a good team, and um, I could I could totally see Marco being in the playoffs this year for sure. We shall see. <laughs> uh, let's go to the tarantula. The tarantula. All right. So, Josh Allen, Eckler, Mixon, McLaurin. That's where uh, he's got Waller, Williams, Higgins. Decent, honestly. Yeah. Um, he's a little thin at running back. You don't know. I think you can get some spot starts for Tony Pollard. And, you know, who knows if Zeke ever gets hurt. He obviously, you know, jumps into like almost top 10 status. But um, he's a little thin from a depth. You know, he, if, if an injury happens, he could be in some trouble. But yeah. he does have the, the best bargaining chip that you can get in fantasy football. Who's that? That's fucking Darren Waller. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because you can get a, a pretty penny for him. Arnold scored a touchdown. Damn. Ain't nobody starting that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Shit. All right. Um, but yeah, he's in fourth right now. I mean, he's got a he's got a good start. Like, I'm not totally in love with this team because, like, like when I look at McLaurin, Higgins, and Mike Williams, like, do I think those guys are going to be in the top ten this year? I don't. And and like, you kind of need a top ten receiver. Um, I don't know. I he, he's one. He's 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 definitely um, suspect to me. He's going to be around all year long, and he's either going to get hit with the injury bug, yeah. and his team's going to suck, or somebody yeah, else's team is going to get hit with the injury bug, and his team will benefit. Yep, because so. he's got Kenyon Drake, he's got Tony Pollard, he's got Tevin Coleman. Like those guys can walk into more opportunity. But right now, if if it works against him, he doesn't have the depth for sure. Yeah, yeah. we'll see how that one shakes out because it's going to go one way or the other for sure. Trade Waller went in doubt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got Stanky next on my board. Okay, let's talk old Stanky boy. Um, Brian Dan Hill's obviously underperformed. So um, I think we, him and I talked this week. We're like, hey, because I got Tannehill in my auction league. He's got him in this league. Like, we sticking with him? We both agree we're sticking with him. <laughs> he tried to trade him to me. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the trades that I got. It was Tannehill and A.J. Brown and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for uh, Derrick Henry and Kyler. Mm-hmm. And I turned that down. Mm. Okay. All right. Because I wanted, at that point, in my head, I was like, I'm going to talk Bruce into giving me yeah. DeAndre. You were still fishing. Yeah, and yeah, I was like, uh, you know, he was the second trade that came to me. So when I wanted, doubt, AJ's should be your last waited choice. Waited out. <laughs> last choice for a trade. <laughs> um. So his team's a little suspect, in my opinion. From like, like Clyde Edwards-Helaire really underperforming right now. Yeah, Javante Williams, who kind of is basically splitting time with Melvin Gordon, um, Zach Moss. Yeah, he walked into a couple touchdowns this week, but he was benched week one. Um, He's got Aaron Jones. That's his, and that's his big. That's, that's his, his big, big boy. piece. Yeah, yeah, that's his big piece. Um, Kittle's kind of underperformed. Tannehill's kind of underperformed. So the fact that he's in the mix and these these guys that are, in my opinion, probably good, have underperformed, he could be in better shape down yeah, the line. Yeah, I think he'll, he'll be our – I mean, again, he's going to hang around. 
Uh, it'll be up to really, in, in my opinion, what is CEH, Javante, Jamar, what do those guys bring to the table? Because you can pretty much count that Kittle, Aaron Jones, probably Tannehill, they're probably going to turn out to be just five fantasy players. Mm-hmm. But to win a fantasy league, you need some of these guys to go off. and if, you, need, you need top fivers. For to, sure, to yeah. yeah. And if looking at it now, I mean, Aaron Jones is your top fiver. Other than that, Kittle might not even get there. But, I mean, even looking at Aaron Jones, like, yeah, he had four touchdowns, but he had that on 60 yards, and that's always been him. That's, that's kind of like how he's always operated. So if he's not getting the touchdowns, yeah, he could bet. He's one of those blowout players where right. they have huge great, weeks. Great for this league. Great for this league. Yep. But playoffs, it ain't total points at that point. It's more <laughs> it match. is. It is, but it's it's still more or less matchup because you got to beat two other people. You know, unless you're in that first week, got to beat three. Remember, we do two people get by. You're playing against three top two point scorers. Go on, then you go back again. Top four, then you're up against the. Okay. the I thought it, I thought it was. You you have to beat two teams each week, of the because it's four playing, and then it's another four, and then it's two. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah two move on. Yep, okay. I got you. Mm-hmm. So things could be brighter for AJ, but like, man, these guys still keep underperforming. Like, I mean, even AJ Brown hasn't been AJ Brown this season. Yeah, you know, he might be in trouble. He might be, but I, I'm <coughs> I'm thinking brighter days are ahead. He's still in the mix, and we know th- one thing about AJ. He's going to be making moves, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's going to be making moves. All right. Let's move on to Nielsen. Oh, Neely boy. Ooh. Pat Mahomes, Nick Chubb, <laughs> Mike Davis, Jacoby Myers, Pascal, Kelsey, Deontay Johnson. I got a feeling this kid's going to be in trouble. He, he yeah. I mean, he's got Mahomes and Chubb, right? I mean, that's it. That's his two. I'm and Kelsey. I'm selling Mahomes if I'm looking at this team right now. That's my biggest bargaining chip, and I'm trying to go get some pieces. Kelsey. I mean, he's got Kelsey, too. He's got so. Kelsey, too. He has three big pieces, but the rest of his team just isn't going to get there. I mean, when nah. you're you're looking at your wide receivers, and he you missed got on Ayuk and Jerry Judy went down. That hurts you. Hurts you bad yeah. because if you're relying on Jacoby Myers and Zach Pascal for the rest of the season as your wide receiver one and two, you're going to be in trouble. And you got Mike Davis as your running back too. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not good. That's I got him good. in dynasty. Yeah. That's not good. That's no bueno. <laughs> no bueno. Um, I'm gonna say this kid is in trouble right yeah, now. Yeah, he's definitely in trouble. Hey, hit me up. You want to trade? You need a ball. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Vladdy. All right. Old Vladdy Daddy. Uh, his team's been doing pretty good, actually. Um, where's the old Vladdy? Oh, there he is. He's got Kirk Cousins as his quarterback. Let's I thought start he had, with that. Yeah, well, he has Dak. He's got Dak, but evidently. Why is he playing Dak? <laughs> evidently, he's sitting him down this week. <laughs> I didn't okay. see that. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. I mean, I get the matchup. It's going to be a high-scoring game in Minnesota and Seattle, and that's a uh, – I'm not sitting Dak for anybody, though. Probably. No. I mean, a couple people. But. That's why you don't draft two quarterbacks. No, unless you unless you grabbed one of those, like, uh, Justin Field, Trey Lance's. Like you're, At the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then even within the first couple of weeks, you're like, you, am I keeping him or am I moving on? I, I keep Justin Fields. He's going to get a shot this week. <laughs> that's the that's the guy I'll be trading to all of you at some point. I'll be positioning him. <laughs> yep. But Najee, I mean, Najee hasn't done shit, really. Chase Edmonds. He got a score last week, so it was like a, de- a decent week for him. Right, but uh, again, we were just talking. If you want to win one of these leagues, you got to have people at the top, and the only one he has is Tyreek. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a Mari Cooper. Mari Cooper went healthy. I think last week was a, a kind of a weird week for Dallas. They ran the ball a ton, and they didn't throw it at all, whereas the week prior to that, they they, they threw it a ton. Mari had two touchdowns. Uh, C.D. Lamb had like, like 12 receptions. Like, it was – it was a totally different game script from first week and second week. So yeah, they can spread it out, and in, and you can have two wide receivers on the same team that put up you know top twelve fantasy numbers. I just I don't know. I'm still skeptical. Sutton looked great last week too. He twelve receptions for 159 yards. Yeah, the, I mean, I guess the Judy hurt injury helps him. Yeah. Um, yeah, his uh, team's been playing well. I mean, I can't I can't think, knock I th- it completely, but yeah, I think he's got a decent starting lineup. A little bit of some depth issues. Um, he's going to be in the mix for sure. Yep. Running back is, I guess, his definitely his weakness for sure. All right. Let's talk about uh, Stanny. Oh, Pastrami. So, we kind of talked about his team a little bit. He's got really good running backs. Um, I wouldn't say, like, really good, but, like, he's got depth there. Um. Wide receivers, 
outside of Godwin and Julio, it's it's a little suspect on a week to week basis. I think you're gonna get some boom weeks out of Corey Davis, Henry Ruggs, and Michael Pittman. Well, you know when? Yeah, like, he might and are you gonna have, have them in their lineup when you when they do? Right. Um, he probably never play him because he's probably always gonna run a running back in his flex if he has that option. Um, with either Swift or Elijah, or you know, once buys start hitting, he'll be moving some of these running backs around. But it's a good team. He'll yeah. be in the mix. And the funny thing is that he's in tenth place. He was in last place. That's why he got Elijah Mitchell in the first week. Yeah. So he's he's underperforming with a pretty good lineup. So if yeah he can get those, that's the benefit of actually losing early in this league is that you do get those early waiver picks, so you can build your roster for the rest of the year. So. If, I mean, if Mitchell comes back, gets healthy, scores a bunch of points, then yeah. you know that he can easily trade, like he should have with me, uh, one of those running backs to to get better at wide receiver. Yeah, you always want that starting 49ers running back, whoever it is. They're probably going to do pretty good that week. Yep. <laughs> um, and the trade, getting Gronkowski, it was a good move for him. He didn't, yeah. give, he didn't give a, a ton to get him. I mean, Devin Singletary had a couple good games, but, you know, I don't really give a fuck about Devin Singletary. <laughs> you know, if, if I can move on from him, great. Yeah. I think it does help George. We'll talk about that. But um, Sandy's got a good team. Yep. He'll be in the mix. On to Z-Pot there. Z-Pot. Aaron Rodgers, CMC. Oh, he got him with the second pick. Josh Jacobs, Lockett, Woods, Tunyon, Damian Harris. He's actually got a pretty pretty good starting lineup. Um, Outside of... Damian Harris and Christian McCaffrey doesn't have a ton of running back depth because I got no faith in Jacobs being healthy this year or, you know, being that great, to be honest. Uh, I know he had a decent week one, but I'm off the Jacobs train. Um, I still kind of like Jacobs. If he's playing, I kind of like him. Uh, he's found the end zone a couple times already last week. Uh, let's see. What's the rest of his... Uh, Miami, Chargers, Chicago, Denver, Philly, Giants, KC. It gets tough there in, tough. in the middle. Yeah. So, and the yeah. more more work you succeed to, or secede to Kenyon Drake, the more he might do be- better. And he didn't play bad last week in in Jacob's absence. So, um, I don't know. It's, it's just one of those things I'm I'm not in love with. But um, Tyler Lockett's been fun. I was going to say, you know who I am in love with? Lockett. Fucking Tyler Lockett, yeah, dude. I, I got him in my, my uh, Superflex Dynasty League. I was like, God damn. <laughs> yeah, I got him in, in my Dynasty League. And the best league, thing too. about Lockett is, like, you never have to pay very much for Lockett. Yeah, he everybody. Was, and fifth like, round. Just like Robert Woods. I mean, Robert Woods isn't doing that great this year because Cooper Cup is stealing every target from him. But that's kind of where Robert Woods and Tyler Lockett are always in that, like, you can always get him, like, the fifth or sixth round. You're, like, always good. Yep. I mean, I try to get Lockett everywhere. Yeah. And I've only had him in one place or two places. But, yeah, you get him in the fifth round, you, you can count on him as a wide receiver one if you need to, yeah. if you get stacked up in running back. Um, now, I would have taken Cooper Cup, but obviously um, – and he had the uh, – coming back. Wood? Did he take Woods over Cooper? Because I would have definitely taken Cooper nah, over I think um, the way that it was, it was one, two, three. He had two. Bruce took Cup, then he took Woods. Okay. Uh, I believe that's how it went. Um, whoops. He, I mean, he's got a, he's got a team that will probably be in the mix. Uh, he's got some depth issues, I think a little bit. Yeah. I mean, but if he can continue to put up a hundred points a week, he'll be in there. But Claypool cooks and Marvin Jones are his wide receivers on the bench. That's not, that's not bad. Yeah. And Sterling Sterling Shepard. Goddamn. All right. So we're getting to the end of the road here with Dennis and George, and then we'll talk about our team. So we'll talk about Dennis first. He's overperformed. He has overperformed. I mean, <laughs> this fucking kid ruins our draft every year. <laughs> well, first let's take it. Let's take a second to talk about this, Dennis. You need to get your ass here or get to a place where you can actually sit in front of a fucking computer and draft. Uh, this two years in a row that you Draft. fucked up our draft time. So next Wasn't he year, drafted on the beach. Yeah, he was yeah. drafting on the beach yeah. this year. He was drafting at a fucking, fucking Giants or Yankees game the year before. <laughs> That's so. Right. Fuck, man. Active guy. You got to give him that. And the year before that, he had Ben foul draft for him. I'd almost um, rather Ben do it if, if he's not going to be available. Yeah. Yep. And um, so looking at his team, he's he's got some, some decent receivers. I still don't love the team. Yeah. I think he's in trouble. Yep. That's enough said about him. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, we can say Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, great receivers. Outside of that, there's nobody like you're you're like excited about, ex- super excited about. Yeah, and yeah. I would, I mean, I would hang on to those guys for a couple of weeks, let them blow up one week, and trade them. Yeah, one of them. Keep one. I think trade Dennis one. does do trades too. As I recall, he's he he's, will he's traded. Yeah. Because he feels like, oh, shit, my team sucks. And then when he's sitting in his car at work, like, fuck, this team fucking blows. Yeah, I can see him Should have like paid attention. Driving down the highway, you know, looking at his phone. <laughs> uh, 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 we're in the sixth <laughs> round. What do you want? Uh, give me Latavius Murray. Oh, uh, great pick. <laughs> All right, so he's uh, in trouble for sure. All right, Georgie. Georgie uh, boy, making the move. He got better. I appreciate the move. Um, he picked up Tyson off waivers. He's got Saquon, Tyson. Uh, Melvin Gordon, who's been playing well, and now then, Singletary as well. Now he's got Singletary. Yeah, so he got he got some depth pieces there. Sony might get some work here and there, um, for sure, especially this week. But he's we'll got good got. good receivers, great quarterback. I mean, he's he's going to be in the mix. Yeah, um, I like his team actually. Yeah, Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf stack. You got to love that. You got Stefan Diggs and Mark Andrews. I mean, that's. It's a pretty good starting lineup for sure. And yep. finding Tyson Williams on the waiver wire is always nice. <laughs> yep. Get that first move. Mm-hmm. Um, um, all right, we'll talk about your – I'll talk about your team. Cool. All right, we'll give you the rundown. Hertz, JT, Gibson, Robinson, CD, Hawkinson, Devontae, uh, Sermon on the bench, Rojo on the bench – Fields, Rondell Moore's been playing well. Trent Cannon's always a... Got some depth issues. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty. I mean, decent team overall. I'm concerned about even Gibson this year a little bit so far from what I've seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The usage there. Uh, Taylor, too. They've both gotten off to like a uh, abnormally slow start. For sure. Uh, I love CD this year. I think that Robinson will be fine. I have no problem with them being my wide receivers one and two. Uh, really, my concern for you is your running backs. Yeah, and typically yep, outside, in, of, outside of those two, I think those two will be fine. But yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Devonta Smith's been looking pretty good. I mean, that's why you got him in there over a running back in an all points league. So I love the stack. I, I'm gonna stack it. That's also I got Justin Fields on my bench to maybe eventually stack with Allen Robinson, get some some extra points there. And I think Hawkinson was my best pickup. I think Hawkinson's gonna be fucking great. Yeah. He definitely looks to be that that way. Uh, when he you're might even getting... be in that top three, like where you're just talking Kelsey, Waller, and Hawkinson pretty soon. Uh, yeah. I mean, in, in that offense, just because he's, I mean, he's it. He's literally had 19 targets this year. Yeah. As a tight end, 19 targets. That's fucking 10 targets a week. Give yeah. me, give me all that for a mm-hmm. tight end. And two touchdowns, and I think both games, oh, 163 yards altogether. So, um, I like Hawkinson. Of those 19 I, targets, he caught fucking 16 of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think this team that you're looking at now, is, it's not going to look like this. I'm I'm going to make a move, and I'm going to try to fill out this flex spot somehow. Yeah, that's probably a smart play. Yeah. If you need to. Yeah. Um, You probably won't see my team as, like, a depth team this year. It's just, it's, it's just not, go for it. It's not in the cards unless I get some, some lucky waiver wire pick. I already got lucky with Rondell Moore, but um, I need to get a little bit more luckier. Yeah, yeah, you want to talk about luck? Let's talk about this guy's team. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we obviously talked about the trade earlier. Um, it didn't work out week one for you, that that, that trade. Um, but let's take a look at the team. We got Kyler Murray, James Robinson, Cordell Patterson, Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyle Pitts, and Debo Samuel. If you take out the two running backs, your team looks fucking great. Mm-hmm. But not having a running back one and a running back two – that you can rely on a week to week could hurt you, um, but how oh, it's going to hurt? Yeah, I mean you you have a wide receiver or zero running back team, um, the, and those teams work out. But you're going to need to get some waiver wire moves. You need to find another running back that maybe you can get ten points out of on a week, and, and let, let your other players do the work. Yeah, I need some injuries. Yes, yes. Preferably um, to. Uh... Uh, I mean, because I thought Chris my Carson. bench looked bad, but, like, th- your bench is definitely <laughs> work. Dude, I dropped anybody of <laughs> yeah. any value on the wide right. receiver position and picked up all the all these backup running yeah. backs. I mean, you got Mooney, which is a good yeah. bench wide receiver to yep. have. Yep, kept him. Um, 
you need a little bit of love at the running back position. But, like, man, Kyler Murray, Murray great, Calvin Ridley, Hopkins, Debo, they've all been great. And, uh, you know, I think Kyle Pitts has better days ahead of him. Um, you talked the, about the stack? I mean, the, that's the, the Pitts and Ridley stack or the uh, – um, No, the Murray and Hopkins stack. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Gotta love the stack. That's that's what yeah. I like. I mean, yeah. that's that's what I that's why I wanted to go after Bruce when AJ sent me his trade. Um, I was like, oh, thanks, AJ. You just put an idea in my head. I'm gonna <laughs> go see. I I was like, who the fuck has D Hop? <laughs> so yeah, we'll see. It's yeah. uh, it's definitely gonna you know be one of those teams. What could have been teams. better for you is if you went for Rondell. Because <laughs> he'd been a hell of a lot cheaper. Hell of a lot cheaper. <laughs> but you were still wanting Derrick Henry. <laughs> I would have thrown in some other stuff. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, I, I think that's it, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's so, uh, you know, get a little love at running back, and you know, you'll be just fine. Yeah, we'll we'll see. All right. That's Birdtown, baby. Yeah, that was a long one. That was a long that was, one. That I mean, was, that's everybody's uh, team. We're at many, 31, sec, thir- or, uh, 31 minutes right now, so. Well, well, uh, hope you guys are tuning in. So. <laughs> uh, we too. That was pretty good. So, all right, let's talk uh, <sighs> dynasty. dynasty. We have baby. two trades: Potter and Vladdy. This was a this was a interesting defense for uh, for Jared Cook. So, Potter had the Steelers D. Good defense. Yeah, Vladdy sold off Jared Cook. Uh, so, it, I mean, it, it's fine. You know, I mean, Potter gives up. Like you said before, before the show that we were. Um, the Steelers are a team that you keep in perpetuity. It's yeah. not like you're going to trade the Steelers away once you have their defense because they're usually pretty good. Yep. Um, Jared Cook, that's a one-year rental. So. I would have maybe have tried to get a little bit more because we haven't even seen the value of defenses in this league, really. Nobody's really, like, done a trade for it. I don't think anybody's done a, a trade for defense, like, for it. I tried to trade Potter a bunch right. of times. I, I tried to give him a third-round pick for the Steelers' D. Yeah. It's like, what is the value of that? Yeah, and, like, I, I almost think, like, I feel like you could have got more for the best defense in the league. Maybe, like, yeah, if I'm giving away, you know, the Cardinals defense for Jared Cook, and be like, okay, yeah, that's a toss-up. But, I don't know, it, it's it's tough for me. The move does help Potter. He needed a tight end, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then the other one, Vladdy and Cuz. Uh, Is that today or is that yesterday? It was yesterday. It was yesterday, yeah. yeah. Uh, second rounder for Jared Garf and uh, Vladdy. I question your decision, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, just wait around. So, I mean, you have Pat Mahomes. You don't need to make this move. So he, he yeah, I guess he had Tyrod. Tyrod went down. So he's like, okay, I need somebody for my bye week, and I also need something in case Mahomes does go down. Because obviously, people are going to make him pay a little bit more, knowing that you know you got no other choice, that kind of thing. I think he initially approached me. Vladdy's a tough one to trade with because he comes out. It's like, I'm going to send you my worst trade <laughs> offer that I can get. So he offers me a third rounder for Mac Jones. I got Mac Jones in the second round um, before he was even a starter of the team. And he's offered me a third rounder that now yeah, he is a starter. get the fuck out it's of like, here, Come on, Vladdy. man. He's a rookie quarterback. <laughs> he, he, he pretty much looks better than all the other rookies so far. And you're going to offer me a third rounder. So I told him, hey, Max off the table. I'm not even trading him. You can have – I'll trade you a second rounder for golf right now. And he, he immediately said yes, which I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Send that shit through. Hurry up. Before it's get Chase's mind. I had four quarterbacks. I mean, I'm, I'm cool with moving it for a, a draft pick at this point. Leaves me still three starters. I'm going to be okay. I hated golf anyways. He blew me a championship. I had him starting against you. He put up 10 points. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> uh, and now I have a bunch of draft picks for, for next year. Yeah. So. I would have did it too. I mean, shit. Yeah, that's a second round pick. I mean, that's a that's a that's a decent pick. Yeah, I got two first rounders and two second rounders for next year. Guys, so, I'll tell you, I've had I had a third round, a fourth round, and a fifth round this year, and, and that's not where you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> you, hey. you get your third round pick is your best chance. <laughs> By the way, all those picks are up for sale. <laughs> yeah, of course. So whoever wants them, come get them, baby. Um, what are we talking? Are we talking. Well, uh, the only other thing that was really interesting that happened was that uh, after um, J.K. went down, mm. you went and got Tyson Williams, and that was the biggest waiver move that we've had so far. Twenty nine bucks, and then shit, fucking Gus goes down in practice the next week. So now you got a starting running back for twenty nine bucks. Yep. Immediately, 
you and your brother throw Latavius Murray and Tyson <laughs> up on the trading block, like the literally that fucking an hour after Gus yeah. goes down. Uh, I tried to make a trade with your brother. I was going to trade him um, Paris Campbell for Latavius. And he said, I need to think about it because that means that I'm going to throw this season away if I do that. Uh, and because at that you, point, you already did that, but <laughs> Latavius was looking like he's probably going to be the number one. But now that Tyson's there, he's clearly going to be the number one. Yeah, so but I'm glad I didn't make that move. Uh, I think uh, Latavius has the Gus Edwards role, kind of, and you know Tyson has the JK role. I, I think those roles were already clearly defined, and just because the, the players change, the Ravens are still keeping that kind of strategy where they're deploying both those backs and they're, they're both going to get a decent amount of work. Just one's getting a little bit more than the other. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's any Ravens offense and yeah. since Lamar's coming to the league. That's, that's the offense we run. Yeah. I got lucky with Tyson Williams. You know, that's just one of those things you, you, you see an opening, you go grab that player. He's better on your bench than sitting on the free agency wire. And I got a little lucky. I had a lot of bad luck last year with injuries hitting on Elijah Mitchell this year and little Tyson. Yep. Not I'll bad. Take, I'll take, those. take that. Uh, other than that, nothing really crazy has happened yet in this league. No, um, just just Schmitty dominating right Schmitty now. Schmitty dominating, He's putting up dude. a lot of points. Already made 50 bucks this year. Two top top winning weeks. He's got a good team, good starters. Yeah, he scored 336 points in two weeks. It's two weeks. That is uh, pretty fucking good. Um, so. Can we look at some of the other teams that put up points here? Uh, I mean, we can look. Yeah, what do you want? You want to look at? Is the, it almost a uh, hundred more than everybody? And almost. I have two fifty four, which one of the hires? You have two forty three. Anybody higher than us? No. Oh, man, there's some people with like one hundred seventy, one hundred sixty. Yeah, so he's almost he's doubling up some people. Yeah, like way more than that. One sixty seven. Marco has. Yeah. Multiply that by two. That's one seventy. That's two three forty. And he's over a hundred. He's got three thirty six. He's over a hundred on a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's kicking ass. Yeah. So yeah. kudos, Smitty. Hope you don't get hurt. <laughs> yeah, I, and that that's that's when we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about Smitty's team. But like, barring health, he's got a yeah. good team. Yeah, if he doesn't get hurt, he's he's gonna some be, of those core, yeah, core guys go down. We could be a little bit in trouble. The other thing with Smitty that I will say is that. Once we run into the buys, too, I don't know what his buy setup is. Like, if he runs into a couple of weeks where he's missing some big people yeah. and he has to sub in a, a, a dog shit player, then he could get upset in one of those weeks. And, you know, now granted, by the time we get to – let me stop for a second. We have currently set up in our league that we start playoffs in week 14. Now that we're going 17 weeks, are we pushing that? Did, oh, did I not change it? I don't think so. We'll have to look at Wait, that. Starting 14, 15, 16, and then 17. 17 is nothing. Yeah, we don't want to do it on the last week anyways. Right. Yeah, so we're keeping it. Okay, so I think I changed it because we were always never playing the last week. So that's. So I did change it then. So then if, let's let's just take a quick look at Smitty's team and let me go to. Yeah, because there, there's this is the year where <laughs> there's a week 14 buys. And this is where he's going to get fucked because he has like. A shitload of buys. So if he doesn't hit the buy, like the first round buy, he could be in trouble. Is what you're saying? Yes, yeah. he needs to hit that first round buy. Yeah, which I'm I'm pretty confident he will anyway. But uh, and I can't figure out for the life of me how to get to week 14. Yeah, I have that issue in my other league. I have uh, two quarterbacks that have a week 14 buy and a super flex. It's like, oh god. <laughs> oh no, maybe it's 13 because he has McCaffrey. Okay. Aaron Jones, Julio Jones. So he'll be fine as long as it's not week 14. And Arnold, yeah. All, but somebody's going to get fucked with that. Um, I haven't even really looked at mine yet, to be honest. It's one of those things that, you know, it's like one of those things you don't want to go to a doctor because you're scared of what you're going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Just deal with that when it gets uh, yeah, there. Yeah, we'll deal with that a little bit. A little bit later, not when we get there. i got to think a little ahead. Um, so, yeah, Smitty's killing it. And I think you and I kind of agree that – these top six, Smitty, um, who is it? It's, uh, it's it's Smitty, me, Vladdy, Kyle, you, AJ. And we feel like those are probably going to be the top barring six. Barring like pretty, anything crazy, I feel pretty good about those top six, honestly, like getting in. And we're going to talk about the couple people that could displace them. But in my gut, I feel like that's, that's going to be it right there. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about them now. We got... 
Uh, well, I guess we could wait. Let's mention want, the the three at the bottom. You want to talk shit first? So yeah. Right. So Marco, <laughs> Anthony, and Steve—they're done. They're toast. The season's over for them. These kids are not making the playoffs. I think Steve is on the right path as far as rebuilding. So he he doesn't need to really do much. He he just needs to stay this path. Marco and Anthony need to adopt what Steve did last year and start to sell. One hundred percent. Yep. Steve is, I mean, his team is stacked full of this year's. Got good uh, young talent. Young talent, yeah. yeah. And we're going to, we'll do a look back later in the year at what's happened with those folks. But for right now, his team, if he just stays the course, you know, if still got even a lot of if draft his team picks. sucks, yep. still got a lot of draft picks that will turn into high draft picks again next year, then the following year he should be fine. Yep. That's what. Anthony and Marco need to do. Now, need, the yeah. Sarah's brothers are struggling in this league. Yeah. They're much better in redrafts. And I think Marco's kind of in worse shape than Anthony. Um, but I think they're both like start selling some of these depreciating assets. These guys that, you know, maybe are ready to win now, but probably not next year, the, ne- the year following, and sell them. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm looking at, at Marco's team. And the only people that I think that he can sell that he doesn't want to get rid of is Russell Wilson and Stefan Diggs. Yeah. Uh, he has Jamar Chase that he just drafted. So why are you going to ship him out? I mean, that's going to yeah. be a part of the building block. But other than Can't that, I mean. really sell IUK yet. Kind of have to yeah, wait. Yeah, you got to wait for him. More value again. Uh, I, think, I think I would sell Diggs if I was him. Um, I would just, I would get top dollar for him. Yep, wait for wait till the end when somebody's ready to make a push yep. and willing to give up to go for it. But yeah, everybody else is on the on the sale. You probably it's gonna be a tough sell for you. You might have to settle for some second rounders. Uh, and a lot of your players aren't gonna get first rounders. Actually, like pretty much most of them. So, yeah. So yeah. Um, get what you can for them. And yeah, package them up. Yeah. Package them up. At least get some depth. Get some young guys. Yep. Uh, Anthony's got Fournette, Henderson. These are all guys that are going to help you this year. Fournette yeah. and Henderson are going to be guys that are going to help a team this year, um, especially when injuries start to hit. So I'm selling them. He's got a decently young squad. I mean, other than like Gronk. You, you keep the Devontae Smith and Javante Williams. Williams. That's your core. Um, Hang on to Sean. Lord knows what's going to happen with him. Kenny Gainwell is a good build Kenny piece. Kenny Gainwell. Um, but I'm selling guys like Higby, Slayton, I'm selling Landry. I'm selling Michael you know, Thomas. I'm 100% selling Michael Thomas at the week six mark when he's eligible to play again. And I'm I'm getting him before the value's out on him because he's not good. <laughs> or he, he waits. Or he is good. And I he might comes be back. wrong, but like, <laughs> like I, I think you totally should do that. Yep. All right. So we're done talking about them. They suck. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> um, we'll talk about the um, Steve. Oh, we did that. We'll talk about Potter, Stanny, Jimmy now. Yeah. So Potter is number nine. He's sitting at the last O and T O and two team. Jimmy and Bastani are ahead of him. But in our opinion, Potter has the better team of the three. I totally agree. Josh Allen, Nick Chubb, Damian Harris, Justin Jefferson, DK Metcalf, Jared Cook, Chase Edmonds, Allen Robinson. It's a solid Solid start. And he's and got good depth at, on the bench. Say, yeah. Yep, you go to his bench, he's got great depth. So he's, I mean, he hasn't started Debo once. He's still not in his lineup, which is driving me crazy. <laughs> I'm Debo's starting been fucking Debo. fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I'm finding a spot for Debo. We're like, I'm looking at his yeah. team right now. I'm, I'm, I'm putting him in over Edmonds. Uh, putting actually, him in over Robinson right yeah, now. It's. I mean, the only two I'm not putting him in is Jefferson and DK. Yeah. I mean, Debo's been phenomenal. I mean, if you don't like him, sell him. I'll take him. Yeah, sell that. I've been trying to buy Debo off Potter for two fucking years. Hey, man, you, last <laughs> last wide receiver stop. trade you got didn't work out. Old Kelly, Kenny Galladay. Hey, Kenny gonna be just fine. He, <laughs> he's got that fire, baby. All right, um, but it's a good team. Yeah, it's and, a good um, team. I don't. I, I think, like I said, I think the top six are. I think those are good teams, and you're gonna be kind of hard to displace. But if a team is gonna get in there. Out of those three, I think it's Potter's. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Jimmy's team real quick because his team is one of those teams that he tried a pretty hard last offseason to get better, and he had that number one pick, and he took Clyde. That was the consensus number one. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, fuck, 
this guy's not looking so good right now. No, no. Carson's getting older. He's not even starting him. Yeah. No, he's got him in. Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike Evans, A.J. Brown. Look at the wrong team. Fine. Where he really gets in trouble is on his in his flex spots. He's starting A.J. Green and Corey Davis right now. Corey Davis had a great week one, terrible week two. Verdict's out on, on what he could be. A.J. Green, though, he trash. You do, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm not starting him. I'm starting yeah, a lot of people. I'll find somebody him. else. Yeah. I'll start fucking Will Fuller the get, first week back. Yeah, I get that. He's, he's done okay, but it's like that. those days are going to be long gone soon. Um, he's got he's got decent depth, but he's it's going to be hard for him to figure out who to play in those flex positions each week, and that's going to be his Achilles heel is those two flex positions. Yeah, for sure. I don't even know that his depth is that great. Like, yeah, he's got some pieces, and he could get lucky. I mean, season's long. These Some of these guys could pop and be very fantasy relevant, but right now as it stands, I'm looking at the flex spot. Yeah, I'm you're right. I you mean, got, yeah, Will Fuller's his only really go-to, and we don't know what that's going to look like. Yeah. Especially with two out this week, um, you're definitely not going to know what it's supposed to look like. Yeah, he's in trouble. Um, yeah, Rojo. You know, does, what what are we going to see out of out of Rojo this year? I don't know. <laughs> Is Fournette going to pretty much carry the load? Like, if you look at last year, they leaned on Fournette through the playoffs way more than Rojo. Well, it seems like they're both getting the the opportunity, but Fournette's doing more with this for sure. Yeah, I, I have Rojo in, in another league, and he ain't happy. Right, right to drop. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. I think he's going to be in trouble. Yeah. Uh, Stanny, same deal. Uh, Jacobs, Gibson. Again, we just talked about Gibson and Bergtown, but Gibson's uh, hasn't looked. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. Jacobs would be the bigger concern with the injury. Just, just fuck, man. I mean, he's gotten really great um, touchdown opportunities this year, and he's capitalized on them. But every fucking play, he comes off the sideline like, damn, this dude, he ain't coming back in. And then he fucking howls back on there. Then he don't practice all week. Uh, his biggest biggest chip that he's got though is Darren Waller. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't. I don't think he has like a true wide receiver one that you can truly rely on. Um, Woods, Mike Williams, Pittman, Marquise Brown. That's not that's not who I'd be thrilled about starting on a yeah. week to week basis. When you're start and he's starting all four of them, two yeah. of them in the flex. Like he yeah. doesn't even have another running back here to put in. No, so Trey Sermon's not hitting. Um not sure if it's going to. I think his biggest bargaining chip is Tom Brady. Um cuz he has he has I mean, Jalen Hurts. Bar- bargaining chip is Waller, but do sure. you want yeah, to no, sell 100%, 100%, him? Like yeah. if you have somebody that has a shitty quarterback that has a good team that wants to win now, Tom yeah. Brady could be a great fit for that person, he but He can't go for it this year and sell Waller. That's not an option for him. Yeah, no the chance. The way his team's built. So you, you sell Tom, maybe something else, because um, he's got Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts has got a pretty good Konami code himself right now. Yeah, he'd be um, fine. Um, so that's kind of what I would do. I think he's – I don't think he's going to make the playoffs. This is coming from the guy that has his number one pick, so take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> but I, I, I just I just don't see it. Um, he is going to get Jeff Wilson back at some point. Um so we'll see if that that helps him. Or, That's a long way though. Yeah, they said four or five months on that. Yeah, he's got he's got to stay in the mix for that to work out for him. Yep, yep. So yeah, so we'll see. He's he's in a little trouble. But that's, that's uh that's our dynasty talk. So we're finally getting back to a good part of the year where we can actually bet on some football. Oh yeah, I've been doing pretty well. I've been doing pretty well. Um, I've been doing well in my imagination. Yeah, because I haven't been bet, betting like, in his head. I haven't been <laughs> in my head. Ooh, what would I do here? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we'll take take those with a grain of salt as well. But <laughs> always um, winning, baby. I'm gonna take a a couple. We're, we're actually gonna both take a couple pickums here. The the one that we're gonna share our lock of the week is going to be the Seahawks over the Vikings. They're playing in Minnesota. Uh, the Vikings are one and a half point dogs, but. Seahawks look pretty good. This is I just trust. Yeah, it's trusting Russell, Russell. Yeah, that's a hundred percent where I was. Is like I'm trusting Russell Wilson to walk away from Minnesota with a with another a win. win. Yeah, yep, for sure. And uh, at this point, one and a half points, and unless they fucking win by one, which mm-hmm. I don't think is gonna happen, but that's the chance. Who yep. you got, Cuz? Um, I'm taking the rare Ravens pick. All yeah, right? <laughs> they are. Let's go. They are eight and a half favorite at Detroit. <laughs> Coming off a hot week. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I think they're just gonna fucking smash Detroit. I think it's gonna be a fucking bloodbath. 
I don't think Goff is going to be able to keep up with Lamar putting up 36 points. Um, I, I just don't see it. Yeah, and I think, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but the defense is starting to get into a little bit of a groove here. They're starting to figure it out, how they're going to play without some of the guys they lost to injury. So. Yeah. And they had a lot of points scored against them in those first two games, but Oakland's good. Yeah. And you play the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the best football, yeah. football teams. So I, I get why there were some points scored in those games. Lions are not good. <laughs> okay. Let's go. <laughs> I'm with it, dude. Yeah. I'm not betting them, but yeah, I'll take uh, – But I usually don't take – I know. Bigger spreads. I'm, I'm usually a guy that stays kind of away from those. I like this one. Yeah. I'm going to stick with a, another, what I would say, a pick them. Uh, I'll take the the Rams to beat the Bucks. They are one-and-a-half-point uh, dogs. So the Bucks are favored. The line right now is one-and-a-half on the Bucks side. I think the Rams will come in there and beat them. Um, you know, I it just goes down to – who do I think at the end of the year is going to be a better position? I think that for Sean McVay to come in here and win this game to be huge. will be a big statement and a big motivator for his team. So he's going to do everything in his ability to come out and, and win this game. I know McVay wants to beat Tom Brady with every ounce of his game. <laughs> also in a Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a good team now. I mean, fucking Stafford looks like he's throwing the rock pretty well. His defense is still stout. Curious who they're going to put Ramsey on the whole game. Like, how are they going to split that up? But now that Antonio Brown is out, that frees up oh, yeah, another spot. So it's list. like yeah. it, you got Godwin and Evans and Gronk. But Tampa's got a lot of depth at wide receiver. Jalen Hurden, uh, I think his name is, or uh, Jalen Darden. They have Scotty Miller. They got Scotty some good, Miller. Some good yeah. depth pieces. Darden is the is a rookie this year. I think right. that Scotty Miller will be the one to get that that extra work this this week. But we got Tyler Johnson too. They got good receivers. Yeah, so it'll be okay. Of course they do. But. Um, by the way, Christian McCaffrey just went down with a hamstring injury. Oh, uh, Jesus. Oh, jeez. Um, so, uh, have fun dealing with that again. Well, maybe Good pick, Good Sandy pick, Sandy. Going down, man. <laughs> we'll see how that shakes out. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Well, it's been fun, boys. Welcome back. It was a long episode, but uh, good, good luck in week three, and we'll see you back here next week. Peace.